0: Love, talk, radio. This is Stacey Harris. I've had a great time kicking it with Gregory D. Anderson Jr. on Greg Six Live. Make sure you guys check him out. He is putting it out there and keeping it all the way 100. I love it. Make sure you guys check him out and check out the Stacey Harris Show with Gregory D. Anderson Jr. on Greg Six Live.
1: You are listening to Greg Speaks Live. This is a very, very serious program you should be listening to. This is Charles Stewart. I am Senior VP of Nations Learning Center. I am CEO of Hope Properties. And I'll stop there. That's enough. When you've got something that you think you need to deal with, and most of us have to do that all the time, turn to Greg Speaks Live. I do. It makes sense.
2: Hi, this is Marita Shelby, also known as Jazzy Rita Shelby. And um,
0: what am I doing right now?
2: You know what? I am experiencing the ultimate in radio empowerment and entertainment with Gregory D. Anderson, Jr. on Greg Speaks Live.
3: Yo, what's up? This is Jamie Foxx. Stay tuned for
1: Greg Greg Speaks Live
3: with Greg Anderson, my homie.
1: You're tuned in to talk shows best in the North, South,
2: East, West,
1: Worldwide. Hosted by Gregory D. Anderson, Jr. Now buckle up. You're listening to Greg Speaks Live. Greg Speaks Live. All right, welcome to Greg Speaks Live. I am your host. Of course, when you're dealing with a number of different personalities, it definitely is great when you know folks is being heard in Africa, in Rome, in Switzerland, and not just that, but also in Paris. On the line, I have talk show host and queen, Stacey Harris. Welcome to Greg Speaks Live, ma'am.
0: Hey, Greg. Thanks for having me.
1: Indeed. Stacey, we're going to jump into some of these questions. Of course, I understand I've had a chance to see you host and do quite well on the Stacey Harris Show. Of course, you also are the founder of Zero Compromise, an organization that focuses on mentorship, education, and advocacy for minority girls. Give us a little more insight on the organization and its mission.
0: Um, I started Zero Compromise about a year ago with my executive director, Lucinda Denneran. I thought it was a need for it just because of the turn that I've seen in Hollywood and what I've experienced as a minority pursuing my dream in Hollywood. Um, Unfortunately for minorities, especially black women, we are less on the totem pole and we're required to do a lot more in regards to compromising who we are, our sexuality, what we will or won't do, you know, to get to our dream. And so when you don't have a lot of avenues to get to where your dreams are in regards to, you know, it could be from where you come from, money, lack of resources, you may tend to do something you wouldn't normally do to get that shot and unfortunately being out here when I first started my journey 10 years ago I encountered a lot of that um, I moved out here with my best friend Keanu Wilson and we went through some of the worst things you could possibly think of and thank God we were raised <laughs> well enough to understand what compromising was you know and not to do it but a lot of these girls aren't so fortunate they turn to like tripping, drugs sweeping their way around to the top all because they don't have resources and so with Zero Compromise we provide those resources for the up-and-coming young women, minority women that want to pursue their dreams but may not have the means or, you know, just avenues to get there. So that's what we do. We help them focus on the craft and not everything else that can take them from the craft.
1: What facets of the craft do you assist them with?
0: We focus on entertainment-wise. So it's singing, dancing, acting, writing, producing, directing, everything that covers the umbrella of entertainment. So what we do is, for instance, we started working with the Boys and Girls Club this past year. Started off doing speaking engagements just to kind of introduce the foundation. Terrence J participated this past summer with us. Um, Rob C. Riley, Wesley Jonathan, DJ D. Rex from Wild and Out. I get a lot of men from the entertainment industry just because I want the girls to hear firsthand hand, what men think of them in the business, and how it comes down. So, you know, I think when I when I was 16, I was more inclined to hear what the boy had to say about what he thought about me versus, you know, some <laughs> girl, you know? and So, so if this to their favorite entertainer, tell them what it is, it might help them a little more. And so, what we do is we basically, so if you have a young girl who wants to be an actress, we require them to have a certain GPA, and from there, we help them with industry standard headshot, um, learning what a monologue is, getting um all the basic training that they need just to walk into a room, you know, because a lot of, I didn't know what it meant to have industry standard material, resumes, you know, all those things come in handy. And so in this industry, you have to really be prepared because you're going up against, first of all, you're a minority. So that's already strike one. You're a woman, strike two. And then of course, it's not, Hollywood's not really built for us. They don't, Think of us when they think, when they write these roles. So you've got to be better than good when you walk into that room. So they don't see your color. They don't see your sex. They just see your talent. And basically our model is let your talent be the only thing that speaks for you.
1: I heard that. That's right. Because, I mean, with the compromising, I see so much of that where, you know, even in the videos and you see it to where the the young ladies feel like they have to expose, I mean, a lot of the goods.
0: And I and right. I
1: like I have children myself, and I tell them, look, it's not about that. Like, my daughter's a DJ. And of course, looking sexy is supposed to be the thing with being a DJ in order to secure the work. And I think mm-hmm. that's why it's important with organizations like Hero Compromise. It, it says a lot to where you don't have to just look at me as a piece of meat. It's not about that. What about my talent? Right. And, I, and I think that's very imperative. Uh, to focus on the talent aspect and not always feel that I have to do something. It's kind of like, well, if you do this, I'll do that. And that's a lot right. of that compromising going on, I think, which I think is a unique name. And so have you ran into some things? Obviously, you ran into something to spur this on. How did you dig into the crates without giving up so much that's probably going to be a book for you, but what, yeah. what, what did you encounter? What did you encounter that that made you say, "Wow, I, I really need to start an organization like this"? Because so many people they come from countries. I mean, I'm from Orange, Texas. You know, population mm-hmm. of about two people. You pass by, yeah. you're like, was well, that a city? How do you approach that? Um,
0: you know, it's it's really it's been a, a series of experiences. I've been out here for ten years in January, and nothing prepares you for L.A. Like, you can read all the books, and you can you know <laughs> get the first you know it's just nothing prepares you until once you're out here and you're immersed in this industry. And unfortunately, the turnover rate for most people, what they say is, is about, statistics say it's about six months. You come out here, and within about six months, people are usually done. So, you know, I've been here for 10 years, which is a testament in itself. But mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of just the things that, I mean, I remember one experience where I was in a meeting, and it was, you know, this meeting was brought to me by actually a good friend of mine I knew for years. Nothing was shy of, like, you know, not knowing him or anything. I knew him very well. And he brought took him to a meeting. And basically during the course of that meeting, the guy I was meeting with, it was in regards to my show that I have now, but we were trying to get it going. And um, basically it kind of ended with, you know, you do for me, I'll do for you. But it was literally kind of bluntly put that way. It wasn't like a tiptoe around oh, it or it was pretty much oh, like it. So, so it wasn't hey, passive at all. It was very assume. No, it was like, oh, it was like if you're going to get it popping, you know, if you're willing to go ahead and, and get it popping, then this is what you can get. And so, you know, I lost it. I, I'm not gonna. Lie. I, I went to the left, cussed <laughs> him out, and had a whole. It was a whole experience for him because uh-huh. he left. He didn't even come back. He used himself to the bathroom, didn't come back. But right. you know, it's you know, it's things like that. I mean, you know, being tr- lured into trying to be an escort. You know, just to just go to dinner, <laughs> just dinner. You know, yeah. all those little things, not little things, all those things mm-hmm. that a lot of girls fall for but end up going further because it's never just that. It's never just that. Never, yeah.
1: Just those various temptations there, I see. So, so Stacey, you know, just in your opinion, do you believe that many artists and entertainers fail to take responsibility for the kind of lyrics they write? I know you work with a lot of artists as well.
0: Um, I think, honestly, I think that they feel, most artists that put out the type of lyrics they do and say what they say, I, I genuinely think they feel it comes from a place of, where they've come from, their creativity. The unfortunate part is that everybody doesn't come from that. And so when you have these young, impressionable kids who have zero idea what it means to, you know, get shot or to, you know, when you're young, be introduced to sex at a young age because of your environment, whatever the case may be, you know, they look at it. It's glorified. To them, it's glorified. They think it's cool. And I'm not saying that these rappers don't glorify because that is not what I'm saying. I'm just Hmm. saying that I think that a lot of the stuff they talk about, they really have experience with it. And so they make music from it. But there's more creative ways to do that. Like, I think Kendrick Lamar does a really good job. Of uh, taking, you know, some storytelling. You know, he, he yeah. you know, he goes, he goes there, but he also is very conscious with his rap. You know, common, very conscious with his rap. Um, yeah.
1: That's King Kunta right there. That's King.
0: Okay, Kumpa. exactly. <laughs> I love Mar, so, so, you know. I do think right. that they don't to a certain extent, but I also think that they genuinely talk about where they come from, you know, and, and then, of course, it goes the next level when they start glorifying the girls and all that stuff, but, you know. Wow.
1: That's, that, that's very, very interesting. Now, do, do you feel that uh, we as journalists, fans, or as the public expect too much from the celebrities? Like, example, financially, sometimes we want them to put so much money into it. They're not giving back fame. We want them to loan their fame so we can kind of generate the audience. How they behave on or off-the-screen role, Models, they should never get mad, never say no, or never have a bad day. What are your thoughts on that? Are we do we overexpect from the celebrities or the entertainers? I
0: think that some people overexpect from the celebrities. I don't think that I don't think it's ridiculous to expect that a celebrity carries himself. As a human being in a normal manner, I don't think that that's ridiculous. You are a human being. You've just been blessed with right. an incredibly, you know, amazing opportunity, and so that doesn't give you the right to be an asshole or to, you know, treat some treat somebody, you know, any different because your check has more zeros on it. Um, exactly. But with but with more, you know, with with that comes greater responsibility, and so of course, you know, you are required to give back. You are required to, you know, lend your celebrity for someone because you are now in that position to do that. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. – so you get to be a star and everybody else should, you know, kiss your feet. Like, that's where they do that <laughs> at. That's not – that's not how we're going to do that. You know, like, I I, I do think it's important. But I also think that with the, with social media now, people feel entitled to a celebrity's life because that celebrity has chosen to give them a more personal look. And unfortunately, no, no, you're not. You're not entitled to, you know, Tap in and tell me what I should or shouldn't do with my life and my kids. If I don't do it to you, you don't see stuff exactly. going on uh, on on you know <laughs> everyday people's yeah. pages saying, uh what did you you know? They don't care. That's not their business. Right. So you know, but also you are a celebrity, and if you put yourself in a public limelight, you have to be prepared for the public backlash. That's just what it is. Again,
1: if you're tuned in right now, you're listening to Greg Speaks Live. My special guest is Stacey Harris. She's the host of the Stacey Harris Show, and of course, the founder of Zero Compromise. Today's Greg Speaks Live is being brought to you by texas anger managers and of course when you lose control who is in control you can call 832-329-7148 and also we're sponsored today by team jaca where love has no disability we're gonna go to a little quick commercial break we'll break here, and uh we'll be right back right after this here's kendrick lamar on greg speaks live this is the world for me i have been through a whole lot child
3: tribulation
2: but i know god Put me in a bow tie Pray that the holy water don't go dry Yeah, yeah As I look around me So many motherfuckers want to tell me But an amigo never tell me In front of a dirty double mirror they tell me And I love myself <laughs> The way- I know you'll haunt you, you? Oh, peace fashion, police to wear my heart, on my sleeve, let the runway start, you know the men's a bold, do love company, what do you want from me and my scars, everybody lack confidence, everybody lack confidence, how many times my potential was an how many times the city making me promises, so I promise this, I, I love love myself the world, is a myself for the world, I I myself Lean and i might on a team These days of frustration keep y'all loan tuck in rotation. I duck these cold faces post up feet, five four faces, dreams are realities, peace. Blow steam in the face of the beast. The sky can fall down, the wind can cry. now. The strong in me, I still smile. I tell myself the
1: all right love that track back greg speaks live of course our special guest is stacy harris she's the host of the stacy harris show stacy i got to know this lately there's been a lot of shootings killings uh, in the public where there seems to be large crowds sometimes there's a, quite a bit of people example in the recent incident in san bernardino with the 14 killings do you think our media plays strong roles in the perpetuation of these types of behaviors i mean because it seems like these people get prime time coverage you know, it's almost like to me like a Jerry Lewis teleclub. Your feedback?
0: Um you know what? I do think the media has a responsibility to kinda of curb some of that. Absolutely we need to see what's going on, but they put the camera right on a dead person's they face kill and, and talk about it. This is like man. That is not what we should be doing. They play over and over
1: and over, over and over, over, and over again. again. You can leave and, and you can leave in the morning and come right back and shoot it exact. Same.
0: Right. It's like okay, we we get it now. Let's 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 take the solutions. Let's talk about what's next. How do we move forward? Why do you want? Why do you want to keep showing the exact same thing? How much mm-hmm. I mean, because what happens is it gets ingrained in your mind, and now that's all you can see, and it begins to change people's viewpoints and how they see things. And it's just we know what, kind of where we live in. Let's just let's let's do more of showing the solution now that we've seen the problem.
1: No doubt. That thing about it that I see with it, it's like you get copycats. You know, people. They and I'm not gonna lie. I really think. What do you think about fame? I feel fame to a degree can be a drug for some people because it's like some folks feel like they got to have it. You know, it's like well, I gotta have so many followers. I gotta have so many. You know, I gotta have disciples. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's almost like people want to be little Jesus or something. I don't know, but it's well, like I, I see. Yeah, I, I see that. I mean, it's like little gods or whatever you want to call it, but it's just a thing to where the copycats that's out there and and again i feel like when you're overdosed i have no problem with getting the news i mean give me the news feed me the news i'm I'm great with that but when you go over and over again and then you have people with those type of tendencies let's face it you got people that get up with a mind frame that hey i want to do something productive today but you got also people who have destruction on their minds and that's what they want to do how can i be rewarded or known for the terror that i cause and i just Mm -hmm. think that's most unfortunate thing with that as a talk show host what has spurred your interest in uh Giving back to the community.
0: I've always been that way. I've always felt the need to help people. To I guess you would say i I call myself like a not a not a healer in the sense of like I can heal people, but I have that healing thing on the inside of me. I want to love and heal, and I've always been that way. And dating and friendships, you know, I just want to. I want to make it okay. I want to heal. I want to. <laughs> I want to help. You know? <laughs> You know, right. it translated into, you know, now that I'm doing what I love, my passion, it's now translated into that. And so again, I was raised that way. I was raised to take care to give back. And that's just right. something that's always been great to me. So that mm-hmm. I'm a dude.
1: Gotcha. And, and who are some of the biggest names, uh, and, and best guests you've had on the Stacey Harris show that you can recall?
0: I, I think one of my favorites was, um, Neo. Neo was, yeah. um, he was a really good guest. He gave uh he's very transparent he gave the full
1: definitely the full fee
0: <laughs> yeah um eric bernet was another good one um he he gave me a lot of good insight let's see niecy nash niecy was okay. phenomenal emmy nominated miss niecy nash she yeah. was um she gave a lot of good insight when it comes to like love relationships and, and how to build from um because you know she had yeah. a divorce and how to build back from that and she was really great. Personal interviews I've sat with, uh, sat with Kevin Hart, I've sat with Marlon Wayans. Been very fortunate to uh, come in contact with a lot of people. Um, Jamie Foxx actually gave me my first pilot episode on Foxhole. Oh okay.
2: Cool. And so
0: that was my really boy right good. there. <laughs> yeah, that was really yeah. a crazy experience. So um, I've had a lot of great, I've had a lot of great experiences. Red carpet, Smokey Robinson. I have had a lot of great interviews and just people that I've been fortunate enough to meet that I always said as a kid I would meet, and right. uh, it panned out. That is amazing. It's
1: like living the dream. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah.
1: What are some of your expectations for the Stacey Harris show and what can your followers, fans and Greg Speaks live listeners look for next with you?
0: Um, you know what? We're right now it's under it's it's, it's under wraps and getting together but um I've been working with Marlon Wayans on actually expanding my show and taking it to television. Um, So that's kind of where we're at right now, trying to, not trying to, we are going to, (laughs) get that where it needs to be. And that's what they can expect. They can expect to see us on a TV screen in 2016. Yeah, that's where we're at.
1: Okay, and um, so obviously, who, who and what inspires uh, Stacey Harris, and, and tell me why.
0: Um, you know what I think inspires me is I just want to see everybody that, you know, may not think that they can do it. I just want to be that inspiration that says they can I mean, when I do tell my full story, the things that I have been through and what I've seen, you know, the stuff I've come out of, you know, anybody can do it. I'm telling you, I don't care where you come from. I don't care what your background is. You can do it, and I just want to be that champion. If you will, for all of those that may be struggling or went through things that I went through and don't think that they have an option to make it, to pursue their dreams, you know, no matter how old you are, that you can do it. And so I think that's what inspires me. I want to hear young girls and anybody really say, you know what, Tacey told her story, I watched her and she did it, and it inspired me to do the same. And now I'm going to go and inspire others to do the same. Because we're all here to touch each other. Like, that's what we're here to do. We're yeah. here to inspire each other. We're here to show love, you know, show who God is through us and touch each other and if we can't do that then we haven't we don't have a purpose yet. We haven't learned what our purpose is. So that is what keeps Stacey Harris going.
1: You tuned in to Greg Speaks Live, my very special guest is Stacey Harris, uh, she's a dynamic talk show host. We're gonna go to a clip of her show. She get a little quick clip and uh followed by Drake and we'll be right back on Greg Speaks Live.
3: What's good world, and I'm here with my girl Stacey
0: <laughs> you're so excited. I'm not real it. Oh, <laughs> here. Oh, no, no, we're not doing this. I am your host, Stacey Harris. Okay. you Stacey. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Stacey. And right now, we are at the Vibe Pre-VMA oh my Mixer my in the heart of Hollywood. Right now, I am standing outside the house of a very famous member of a very famous Hollywood oh family. family, Mr. Marlowe. What are you looking at, your ass? The camera was tilted so down. This is the record-breaking Kevin hey, Harris. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first edition of Stacy Hair Show. I have Cutie Patootie with the dimples over here. I've got veteran actor, What's Inside What's up, what's up? How you um, doing?
3: You didn't call me cute
0: at
2: all. And I
0: am here with Tammy Roman from the Basketball Wives right now. Now, Tammy, tell me, what is it like to be on the Basketball Wives? I got to know, because you keep it... One hundred. It's it's drama filled, you know, mindless TV, I hate to say that. What if I can do this funny moment? You hear like the aha moment.
1: Every day.
3: Every day. Every day. The day goes by and you in Hollywood, you're going walk towards your dream in some kind of way. You clap yourself Because you yeah. interested in space. Clap it. When it's all said and done and you step off your last day, you
0: said your last show. When it says Kevin Hart mm-hmm. What do you want to
2: follow
0: that? <laughs> Petite. What? You, say, what? you want them to say petite instead of small? Instead of short? Instead of little? What you want them to say? Petite? You know, petite blade to a woman? A fit little woman? What makes the Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart's a rock star right now. Uh, rock star, a lot of stuff on. Let's talk. What's going on in your world?
3: Uh, let's see. Uh, I just got back from uh, Toronto, Canada, uh, shooting for about two months. Uh, a film called Kobu by the writers of uh, the original Step Up and Say the Last Band.
0: What's next for Marlon?
3: I played a junkie, a superhero, a gangster, a damn I played a white woman, a midget. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you what? Have. It's like, what haven't I played? I don't, Marlon Brando never played a white woman and, and a, a midget. midget. Who does that?
0: We're going, going to the educating young minds gallery. We have a crazy. We are trying to get Bobby to the ward, so he has to be there at 8 o'clock. Everything 8 o'clock. is time. And it is after seven thirty, and we're not there yet. We're about to check out his wardrobe. We're going to see what looks like a rock. The 2000 BET wardrobe is going to be crazy. I'm sure he has some. what you got. Good morning. I got to ask, all the, the fights that do happen, are those absolutely like real?
3: They're absolutely real.
0: Okay. I don't know if you guys have ever watched the basketball wise, but if you do, please focus in on Miss Tammy because if it it's not right she's going to let you know. Yeah. And it might come with a hand behind it, but that's okay. You know it is what it is. <laughs> there was a big hoopla about Miss Beyonce being pregnant. And how much more, Can you more make? time ahead, do you want to put in to bring glitter onesies? Yeah, go do it. I need you to take the onesie off and put it on your baby. And laugh in my pain at the end, with a classic of voice, mm-hmm. everybody had a handshake.
2: Mm-hmm. I've been seeing
0: hard for years. Mm-hmm. I'm
2: a little jelly. My handshake?
0: I am killing This it's my handshake. Me, And let me do that. Oh, you see, this is what happens when you talk Oh, yeah. So we are officially going to wrap up with Marlon Wayans. Thank you guys for checking out the first episode of the Safety Hair Show. What we're going to do is we're going to finish getting it in here because the music, can y'all hear that? You want to, you want to walk it out
3: with me? Let's go. Hey, and we are out. You a bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh, you got the swag you swag Shake up the world, that is what I am about to do. And homie, you ain't even on my altitude. I'm telling you I got enough clout for two. And like a turn blood, I came out the blue. They like, damn, who's Drake? Where's wheelchair Jimmy at? On my Chris Brown I'm still here. Give me that. I'm cutting lights out like it's bedtime. These other rappers lukewarm like red wine. The truth hurts, so please don't rub it in. I'm not signed yet, so I'm still budgeting. I'm like Jeopardy, I'm still buzzing in. Every city that you got a nephew or a cousin in. Uh, I miss cake these days. I can't even afford a mistake these days. All of my favorite girls miss Drake these days. Please don't take offense to my ways, cause I need money who got your money i am talking white phantom sitting on dub money i am talking cold champagne and the club money no i ain't emotional but baby i love money To so all these a and r's is playing stars, why you gotta act dumb your girl know how i beat it like a flat drum and spit dirty like i'm chewing on black gum i fool y'all ain't for me to come back from To formally welcome you To this extravaganza that I call comeback season Hope you enjoy your stay Drinks on me, by the way on your feet. Can't you no ball with them? Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Pierre, the light-skinned comedian, the one that brought light-skinned brothers back before Barack Obama and Lucius Lyon. But guess what? you listen to the baddest talk show host, Gregory D. Anderson, Jr. on Greg Speaks Live. If you're not listening to this, you might as well not listen to nothing at all. Holla.
1: You're tuned in to talk shows best in the North, South. East,
2: West,
1: Worldwide. Hosted by Gregory D. Anderson, Jr. Now buckle up. You're listening to Greg Speaks Live. Greg Speaks Live. Welcome back to Greg Speaks Live. A special guest is Stacy Harris, Stacy Harris Show. She's also founder of Zero Compromise. Uh, Stacy, I definitely want to know, how, how good are you with time management? And what is your approach to scheduling your days and weeks? I mean, do you ever uh, overbook yourself?
0: Um, I try not to, but yeah, it's happened before. Um, you know, you just have to kind of look at, you know, you just have to give yourself a break sometimes, and you have to be very careful of um, not over because you don't want to let people down. You don't want people to feel like you're kind of blowing them off because you have you're going too fast, you know. And so, um, you just want to be careful about that. And I just try to pay attention. Kind of pay attention to what
1: I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, so, give give me a typical day and week for you. What, what does it look like? A snapshot.
0: Well, usually I get up and I uh, I actually I do my devotions. I I spend time <laughs> with God. I do do that in the morning. Um, okay. I think for me it's important. I got to kind of center myself, and that's how I center myself. And then I work out. Preferably, if I don't, if I don't have anything set up super super early, I make sure I get my workout in early because kind of usually what my day is. And then from there, it's phone calls, because I also have an entertainment company, so I do have a few clients under the entertainment company that I help with their projects, so
1: I'm all about Oprah.
0: Oprah.
1: Next Oprah, okay, gotcha. Multiple and streams of income. <laughs> That's right, so as far as your entertainment company, what, what do you do with that
0: so um FLS entertainment is basically a multi purpose company, so under that umbrella, we do celebrity bookings um my shows under that uh the other shows that I have that I've written that are um we're working on those um I also do p r for certain events and projects i don't I don't try to take on full clients where I'm their actual publicist because I'm a talent too, and so it can kind of get Conflict. in the way,
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but um, because right. i am because I am talent, I do know what talent needs, and so my own show creating my own show and, and, and managing that and handling that for the last so many years it, you know it's kind of opened the door for me to help others and then of course you know you get paid for that so um, <laughs> I do go. take on I do take on certain clients for like individual things like I'm I'm recently working with Play Now Studios they just did the film Carter High starting okay. Pooch Hall Charles has done the, the clock um, Reginald Hayes and so um, I've been doing you know yeah, PR for, their, yeah
1: for their screen so do they do a screening in Dallas or something like that something yeah like that. they're located yeah. out of
0: Dallas actually I think a friend um, of mine and
1: Sharif, she was a part of that some kind of way because she's, she's in Atlanta now. And does uh, something with that. Cool, cool. So you were part of that as well, for the PR side, or what are you doing with that? Yeah, the
0: behind the scenes, basically help using the relationships that I have um, okay. that I've developed over the years to get get the screenings exposure. You know, get blogs and press out there to come and cover and um, doing events for after after parties for the screenings, those type of things. Like it's just because I have so many relationships from doing my own yeah. stuff that mm-hmm. you know you are translating the money. On. You gotta use yeah, it's currency. That's I right. use all of that as currency, and so that's why. I created S.O.H. Entertainment because I wanted to bottle all of that into one. So my show is under SH Entertainment. Um, my foundation, the new show that I have that I wrote um, about my foundation actually it's, a, it's unscripted reality show about the foundation. So mm-hmm. all of that is under SH Entertainment and um, that takes up as of now taking up quite a bit of my time because of the end of the year. So in addition to doing celebrity bookings, I have Columbus Short this weekend and Dallas and Father Wayne's yeah. next weekend in San Francisco So it's kind of like, you know, I my hands are going to stay in every pot, pot
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like Columbus Short. Very talented young man. I think, yeah, I do right there. He's very, very talented. Cadillac Records. There's so much stuff he's done, but I, I just think he's, uh, yeah, he, he's a, definitely a very special talent. How do you yeah. tell a person? How do you tell a person no without offending them? Um,
0: you know what? I used to be kind of, I used to kind of shy away from that. I would, you know, kind of beat around the bush or, you know, mm-hmm. do the kind of things that it used to be done to me, and I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do that because that's not how I get mad. And people do me that way so you know this is hollywood don't let hollywood change how you would respond any other kind of way so you know now i kind of just say you know it's not it's not a good look for me or i say it's not where i'm trying to go or you know what i mean i i, I put right. it in a way that is you know polite and unless they get out of pocket and you kind of gotta let it be clear you know <laughs> what it is but <laughs> is but it? um but, yeah, you know, I put it in a way that, you know, everybody can live with it and we can keep pushing. Um, okay,
1: gotcha. Now, now how, how do you um, act when you get angry, when you're upset? You
0: know what? Usually it depends on the situation, but usually I shut down. Like, Yeah, I was going to
1: ask you that, too. I was going to ask, do you express yourself or distance yourself and get quiet? Well,
0: like I said, if I'm dealing in a in personal situation, I usually, um, depending on who it is, I used okay. to, when I was younger, I would immediately shut down. And, you know, you would know I'm mad because everything on my face and body tells you I'm mad. But you know, the older I've gotten, you have to kinda of just get it put it out there. Um, sometimes if it's if it's big I could I could blow up if it's big, but I'm not I'm not usually it takes me a while to get to ten. Like it'll build and build and build and then if I let it go too long, then we all got a problem. But usually, you know, it doesn't I don't go to ten quick so um Right. I can, I can put it out there and say to see and this is how I feel. You know, let's deal with it. Gotcha.
1: So, And that's also from a business standpoint, too, as well. So business and personal, do you, you kind of respond? Do you give people a pass here and there or kind of pick and choose your battles?
0: Well, when, when it comes to business, it depend, again, it depends on what business is and who I'm dealing with. Um, you know, with personal business, like if, you know, you're my business partner or somebody like that, then, you know, you're not going to handle the same way you would with a stranger or, you know, if you're dealing with a big company or something of like that so um i say yeah i guess you say pick and choose the battles on how you how you're going to respond but you have to respond though like people let that's how you get taken advantage of and get run over when you don't know what's going on and no nah, that's not how you do it you've got to speak up and make it clear what you want what you're not going to deal with because people will try you they will try you every day <laughs>
1: all right they definitely will i think like Drake say you can go from zero to 100 real quick real quick (laughs) it is and so uh, all right uh, last and uh, final question when it's all said and done what do you want others to know and say about Stacey Harris
0: um when it's all said and done I want people to say that Stacey cared that Stacey really genuinely cared about people and about what her message was to them and to the world I don't ever want somebody to look at me as you know, someone who was selfish or took advantage or was a user, you know, that I really cared about my message and my craft and those that, you know, I surrounded myself with.
1: That's what's awesome. up. Definitely appreciate you being on this. Greg speaks a lot. Any uh, closing remarks would you like to leave?
0: Um, just basically, you know, take care of yourself. Make sure that You are important. You're important. So make sure that you are good. Your spirit, your mind, your body, everything is in good standing because you can't be an asset to anybody else if you're not one to yourself. And, um, I always say keep it 100. Keep God first.
1: That's what's up. Appreciate you, Stacey. Definitely. Thank you for dropping by.
0: No problem. Thank you.
1: Okay. In a minute. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye.
2: A oh man, man, Paris, and cool, Raul Cooler than the water in a swimming pool I like a R to the A, the U, and the L Pushin' more power than a Dura cell I like the L to the A, the N, and the Y, The hip-hop method that you can't deny So check out the beat and listen to the sound And if you're from the Bronx, just broken down
3: Go so back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Spending from school, scared to go home, I was the fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. I shed tears with my baby sister. Over the
1: years, we was bored and I a little kid. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blamed mama. I reminisce on the
3: stress I caused. It was hell, hugging on my mama from a jail cell. Taking elementary, hey, I see the penitentiary one day. Running from the police, that's right. Mama, catch me for the wolf to my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. I finally understand for a woman it ain't easy trying to raise a man. You always was committed, a poor single mother on welfare. Tell me how you did. There's no way I can pay you back. But the plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it. Lady, Don't
2: you know we love you, sweet Dear lady, mama Please know
3: I you, you all Don't you know we love you Now ain't nobody tell us it was fair No love for my daddy cause the coward wasn't there He passed away and I didn't cry because my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger. They say I'm wrong and I'm artist. But all along I was
1: looking for a father he was gone. If you need an MC, professional voicemail greetings, jingle, narration, or introduction for you, your product, show, film, recording, or service, call 936 936- To hire me as a guest speaker for your voiceover training or public speaking classes, visit GregSpeaksLive.com. Here's the greatest voice of all times, ever, and there will never be another. Paramount Voices, Gap Productions in association with Microphone Voices presents The Ultimate Voice, Gregory D. D. Anderson, Jr. Welcome to Greg Speaks Live. Greg Speaks Live.
3: Yo, what's up? This is Jamie Foxx. Stay tuned for Greg
1: Speaks Live.
3: With Greg
2: Anderson, my homie. Right now, you are definitely in the mix in a mindful way. Listening to Gregory D. Anderson, Jr. here on Greg Speaks Live. This is story of famous Greg
1: Speaks Live.
0: That's what we're here to do. We're here to inspire each other. We're here to show love, who God is through us, and touch each other. And if we can't do that, then we haven't, we don't have a purpose yet. We haven't learned what our purpose is. This is Stacey Harris. I've had a great time kicking in with Gregory D. Anderson, Jr. on Greg Six Live. Make sure you guys check him out. He is putting it out there and keeping it all the way 100. I love it. Make sure you guys check him out and check out the Stacey Harris Show with Gregory D. Anderson, Jr. on Greg Six Live.
1: You're tuned in to Talk Show's Best in the North, South, East, West, Worldwide. Hosted by Gregory D. Anderson, Jr. Now buckle up. You're listening to Greg Speaks Live. Greg Speaks Live.